High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Well, I'm joined now by criminologist and lecturer in criminal law, John O'Keefe, for our news series, um, The Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, John O'Keefe, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, George. Now, I had to learn this for the bishop's examination for my confirmation. Mm. And you learnt them more as a rhyme. So I still got pride, covetousness, lust, hatred, anger and revenge. Now, I've left one out somewhere, which I couldn't remember. Yeah, right? a bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been many interpretations of them. I mean, they started off with a guy called Evagrius of Pontus. And which one of us hasn't heard of him? Um, and he listed them in order of seriousness. And he talked about pride, vainglory, something known as acedia, which was a kind of a spiritual sloth, anger, sadness, avarice, lust and gluttony. So they all started with him. They were refined by Pope Gregory the Great into what we kind of know today as pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath or anger and sloth. But, but the, the thing, of course, um, was the reason they were called the deadly sins was they guaranteed you a spot in the hottest place in hell. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, there was no question about that. Once you were guilty of one of these, they were also known as um, capital vices or as we used to call them, cardinal sins. So if you were guilty of gluttony or lust or any of them, you were in. Now, having said that, there seemed to be a pecking order amongst these early people um, in, in, in biblical terms. So pride was always number one. Pride was always considered the worst. And sloth and a bit of wrath was always at the bottom. And so why aren't we starting with pride? Because I think, I think for today's discussion, I mean, and by today I mean uh, generically, we should be looking at the ones that really count in Irish society and start with them, the ah. big ones. And for me, one of the big ones is wrath. Right. Now, it would depend what part of Ireland you're in, whether it's wrath or wrath or whatever. How do you, how well, do you go on pronunciation? I'd say wrath. Wrath. It, it okay. took a lot of money, though, for me to be able to pronounce that properly over the years. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, wrath. Well, anger, I suppose, is how we'd more typically know it today. Well, why is it a deadly sin? Well, it, well anger. a couple of things about anger, anger I suppose. It, it's interesting from those deadly sins because it's the only one not necessarily associated with self-interest as all the others are. But it's such an important one. If we just go back biblically, in, in the Bible, wrath was not something to be trifled with, especially obviously when it came to God. Let me give you two beautiful quotes. The book of Nahum, chapter one <laughs> at verse two. God is jealous and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and he is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserveth wrath for his enemies. And the one that everyone will know from pub fiction, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, And I will execute with great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes and they shall know that I am the Lord where I shall lay my vengeance down upon them. Now, that's it in biblical terms. If you ask me, we need a little bit more of that But all the while now, though, it seems that it's God is the one who's angry and committing the deadly sin, no? Well, a little bit. But now, well, let me just go to that point. Nowadays, of course, wrath has been cast aside in favour of anger, which is the kind of new Maiwadi version. So you mentioned God there. First, yeah, we got God to surprise change his tune sometime around the mid-60s, you know, when Joe Dolan uh, came on the scene. So he then went from being wrathful to being at worst reasonable, or actually at best quite a nice bloke. But secondly, and the most important thing from our perspective, I I think, we made it okay for all of us to be angry, um, notwithstanding that the results of our anger are never our fault. So in other words, it's our parents, it's our school, it's our environment, our employer and social media. Now, our guest is criminologist, lecturer in criminal law, John O'Keefe, and our seven-week series on the seven deadly sins. 
starting with wrath uh, or anger more simply. This thing, why anger is a, is a cardinal sin, of course, is it leads to Kinahan versus Hutch. Is, is, is the criminologist in you kind of going that direction? Yeah, a little bit. Um, and it's it really, to me, it's repulsive the way we see it in Ireland today. And it probably is one of our biggest problems if we think about it. Uh, we see it everywhere. We see it up and down the country every weekend night when we've got half-wits starting fights for no reasons with other young men under the banner of these supposed king well, hits. Well, two stabbings now in the, in the last couple of days well, ex- young men. Well, it, well, exactly, which leave our, our, our young people dead or injured in the street and there's zero repercussion for the offender. Why? Because they're angry and it's not their fault that they're angry. You know, Garthy are attacked for fun in the name of wrath with little or more to protect them than, you know, an extendable baton and a great deal of luck. In fact, anyone... And you might know this, George, anyone who takes a view which might be different from the rolling liberal agenda is destroyed on social media uh, because, you know, the keyboard Spartacus out there is angry. And by the way, the anger is not his well, fault. Well, there's a kind of an anger also that says we won't pay water charges or whatever, so therefore we will march. Now, maybe that's an extension of anger, but, but this whole thing is we're quick yeah. to kind of... Anger said, is it's the new language. That's right. the problem. It's okay to get angry about anything in Ireland today and ruin any person. Uh, you know, Conor McGregor, for instance, he is the new crumbling Jesus and we can now all get ready to enjoy our trip on a handcart to hell with him because he's an angry man. He finds it difficult to get to the verb in his sentence and he and we, we better all use our fists instead. Now, I'm oversimplifying it for effect, but nonetheless... That's the bones of it. Yeah. Um, the, the, the seven deadly sins here, though, you are looking at them, although you're, co- you're going back to biblical times and so on, you are actually looking at them in a non-religious sense. Yeah, and I think it's... So a, what are they? If they're not... Like, if they're deadly sins, you effectively have to be a faith person. But So yeah. how would a non-faith person call them? Well, what would I, you call them? Well, I, they're very important. In You know, in, in the way that the Ten Commandments can operate as a secular guide yes. for those who don't believe in God, I think the seven deadly sins can as well. And if, for instance, uh, for instance, we're looking at how we deal with the negative results of anger in Ireland today from a societal or indeed a legal perspective... Um, we, we, for instance, we talk a lot uh, about how angry we are about um, about anger. Uh, we very fine ideas down the pub as what we might do with violent offenders, for instance. But when successive governments fail to produce, introduce any new legislation to thwart them, we we don't do anything about it. The law, again, the laws we have. A bit like the populace, if we can put it this way, they know the words, but they don't know the music. So if you murder somebody in Ireland, you get life. Yet it's not life. It's a seven-year minimum sentence reviewable every three years. If in Ireland, if you murder three people with your anger, you get three for the price of one. You'll almost certainly get three concurrent sentences, not three consecutive ones. Um, uh, just on the question of concurrent, that means they all run together. They run so, together. So you only do one seven years. The Americans prefer the consecutive idea, so they add them all up and it comes to 999. Yeah, but the minute you quote the American model, it never goes, well, that doesn't work either. I mean, who mentioned America? Well, you did, but don't. Let's just talk about what's reasonable in society and what reflects a a, a sane society. And surely concurrency doesn't do that. In other words, if you have, as I know people, who've had three people murdered in their family, whose life in this scenario 
does the law not recognise as important enough to warrant even one day in jail? In Ireland, but legislate, leave aside murder for a moment. If we just talk about assault, which is happening all over the country um, on any given night, if you cause serious disfigurement or loss of mobility to somebody or an impairment, something very, very serious, um, you're going to get charged with what's known as a Section 4 offence. And we all go, oh, that sounds good. You know, serious assault causing harm. Your likely sentence is a fine and or life imprisonment. When do you think was the last time somebody got life imprisonment in Ireland for doing that? I'm not sure there has been one. If there has, it's been very rare. Now, this morning's paper are full of uh, that young American girl who's tacked on her way up to the hotel in Kalani with her two friends to get the air coach to the airport. And and uh, seemingly out of the bushes, two fellas just wander up and knock her about, lose her, lose his teeth, all the rest of it. Um, is this, I mean, this isn't anger, though. This is premeditated. We're going to steal this lady's luggage or, or whatever. It's not anger. No, it, well, I suppose you might be right in one sense that anger has now been diluted into something that wasn't, as we would understand anger, but normative living. You know, so I and you might see that act as an angry act, but the person who did it said, this is completely normal. Very often when these people are arrested, they will genuinely go, I did nothing, I did nothing. I only punched her a few times. I only knocked her out. I only kicked him in the head. And they genuinely mean that's all they did because they've got no boundaries and everybody needs boundaries so they can push against them. But this society gives nobody boundaries. It's well, a boundaryless society. I can't remember the case but, but there was a case where uh, somebody was, was, was murdered uh, by another young person. But the young person essentially went out on a night like drinking with his mates carrying a kitchen knife or some such implement. Now, you you don't go out carrying a knife unless you have some intention of using it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I and, you know, uh, you know he, th- this chap was murdered, as you say, but if you're going to go out carrying a weapon, then you attend to be the offender as much as you may be but, the victim. Uh, all right, it, because I'm a, a movie buff, 12 Angry Men, yes. there's, a, there's a knife in it. A That's knife right. is key evidence. But, but when they were talking about that knife, they were talking about a society in America it was unknown to us that uh, you know so a killing with a knife was unknown to us in 50 years ago when that movie well was I'm made. not sure if it was unknown to us but certainly in the way it is now but not every weekend no it's it, no absolutely and you have to ask questions why is it now known to us why do so many young men feel they can go out armed with an implement and use it and not necessarily young men from deprived backgrounds no not necessarily the, the knife now is the weapon of choice no matter where you come from so we've got a whole mixture of society familial, environmental factors, as well as psychological issues. But you know what? Sometimes you just haven't the time to be thinking about all of these and you need to put these people away for a sufficient period of time. So guess what? They don't do it again. I don't know when we'll ever get that message across. All right, well, you can get a collection of John O'Keefe. It, it, it actually will soon rival the Joshua Tree uh, in terms of number of listens. If you go to... Uh, uh, com forward slash high noon. We'll podcast them all together. You can take them individually or together. Seven deadly sins, no less. Next week, I can't wait for next week. Lust.